Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're starting the book of John and we're going to be covering chapter 1 verses 1 through 18. And before we get started, I just want to apologize for not being able to start yesterday. Some things just came up pretty pretty critical and also just kind of distressing for me. Got pretty bummed out afterwards and whatnot. So anyways, spent quite a bit of time in prayer. God made me feel, <laughs> helped me. He took away a lot of the stuff. So anyways, again, apologies for not starting yesterday, but uh, we're going to go today. And with that, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you. I am so grateful that I can come before the, the creator of the world. You are the creator. You've made everything. And it's by your hand that we get to wake up. We have a house. We have a world. And so, Father, I just thank you for the way that you've blessed us. And then on top of it, you want to talk to us and fellowship with us. That's why we were created. So, Father, I thank you for your salvation, for your grace and your mercy. Your salvation isn't for only if I do the right things. It doesn't go away. I don't get disinherited from your family just because I do something wrong or I sin or whatever it might be. You have adopted me into your family and I appreciate, I, I appreciate it. I, I am so grateful. So Lord, I pray as we read that your Holy Spirit would guide us, that he would speak to us, provide us with insights and understanding, and that we would truly gain a knowledge, but more importantly, we would gain an idea and understanding as to what you want from us and what you want us to, to hear and, and get from this reading in this time. I just pray, Father, that you would be the one who's speaking, not me. All things good come from you. So I just pray that it'd be your voice, your ideas, your insights that we hear. I thank you for this, and I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's go ahead and jump right on into verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. To those who believed in his name, I'm sorry, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born or children born not of a natural descent, or of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. 
the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God, and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made known. So, there's so much in here. And it's interesting because as I was reading, what was striking me was the second parts. When it talks about, he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born or born not of a natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So, uh, so much of the time I've been preparing for this, I've spent on the first three or four verses. In the beginning was the word. And what that really set for me is, okay, he was there. Jesus was there with God and was God. But then really what came and just started really striking me was the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. He came to live with us. God truly did. And and technically and intellectually, I understand that. And I've understood it for a long time. But for whatever reason, the fact that he chose to join me, that he was of God and he wasn't a human decision, He wasn't a husband's will, but he's born of God. And he came to fellowship with those of us who are of human descent, who are from a husband's will, who are just people. Consciously deciding to come and be with us. And not only be with us, but to save us. He had enough passion for us and enough commitment to us and love for us. He had so much passion, so much commitment. He came and and became like us so that we could be saved. It's funny as we read and as we as I pray, I've been praying over this and thinking about it. I've been looking up Charles Spurgeon, Tozer, Kent Hughes, MacArthur, and they all seemed very technical and kind of cold. But the fact that the word became flesh and he's dwelled among us, I don't know, for whatever reason, that section, that part from the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He is the light. And he chose to do it, not because someone you know, got together at night and created a kid. This was God's plan for us. 
So pretty cool. So when we're thinking about this, one of the things I was reading was from A.W. Tozer. And he writes, and then the heavenly mindedness of Jesus. Oh, think of that. He was with the father in the bosom of the father while he was on earth. He said, the one and only son who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the father. Notice it says is and not was. He never left the presence of the father while he was on earth. The only time he left it was in that awful wrenching agony when God turned away from him on the cross that he might die for mankind, but never at any other time. That Jesus walked and talked and fellowshiped with God and was in God's presence all the time, forever. And even when he was here, he talked about the other world. I am from above. I have come down from heaven. He lived in the heart of God in the other world, and the world above was the world in which he in which he inhabited. And think how earthly his people are and how worldly we are. We talk of furniture, TV, football, politics, anything but heaven and God. But we do, and the goal is to be more like Christ. And really, that's what we desperately need is to culture is to foster that presence, constantly being in God's presence, not leaving it because we're no longer praying, not leaving it because we're not in church, not leaving that presence because of whatever reason it may be. This is all about being in God's presence. Doesn't matter that God created the world and is this all powerful being, we still get to be in his presence at all time. Doesn't matter that he's in heaven. Doesn't matter if I've done something wrong. It doesn't matter because I can be in his presence because I'm his child. And that really, at the end of the day, is the critical element of John 1. At least for me. That's what struck me. I don't know if it struck you. I've done so much reading. I got kind of numb and confused <laughs> because there's so many pieces up to this, but really at the culmination of all of them is Jesus was, was with God is God created. Everything came down intentionally. It was his plan willingly came to earth, lived as us lived in God's presence at the same time. And died for us. That's what I take out of these first 18 verses. With that, let's go back to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for this time and thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus, for coming and living here on earth. And continuing to live in heaven and in our hearts. Thank you for your salvation. I just lift up these people, everyone who's listening, Lord. I pray that your words would be spoken, that they would take from this what you want them to, to know, not anything that I babbled on about, but what you have for them, Lord. Be with them, bless their families, I pray, and thank you for all that you've done. 
It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.